Welcome to the Freemasons Podcast, coming to you live from Morningstar Lodge number 47. Leave your aprons at the door, my brothers. Again, it's like five for five things working. Oh, my levels are a little high, though. Drop that down a little bit. No, it's not your levels. It's me with my damn phone on. No, but I... I yeah, never mind. All right. We're, We're off to a great start, ladies and oh. gentlemen. All right, it's Sunday. Cut us some slack. Yeah, exactly. Sunday fun long, day. Long weekend. Sunday fun day. And we're, uh, we're far away from each other because there's yeah. no Joe in between us today. Nope. He, uh, he... What did he do? He ran a... Uh, was it a half marathon? No, I think it was a I think full marathon. Oh, he ran. Oh, full this was the. Marathon. Oh, okay. Yeah, so he's and, banged uh, up. He's he shot the shit. But hey, at least we got two Joes on the comments right now. We got Joseph okay. Schultz and Joseph Van Hope. So, so let's start it up. Yeah. Right. Hello and welcome to the Freemasons Podcast with your hosts, Ray Warshaw, Brother George Marjorie, and Warshaw, Brother Ken. Today's episode, we're going to do an alternate universe. Um, Our today's alternate universe is going to be how would Freemasonry fare if there was a second American Civil War? Mm-hmm. Bringing this up, we're going to talk about it because we've talked about the apocalypse and all that. Other, we've talked about Robo Masons and everything, but that was a good one. this one is a uh, pretty. Uh, I don't want to say it. This could go a this number is, of different ways. I this think. has been talked about quite frequently in in recent times about. Yep. Revolution, Second American Civil War, and all this crap. Uh, me, for one, think that's all bullshit. Um, Mama wrong again. <laughs> Mama wrong again. And why do I think it's all bullshit? Because uh, everybody's a keyboard tough guy until it gets time to be a keyboard, to actually be a tough guy. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, and we're going to try to stay as apolitical as possible. Correcto. We talked about this ahead of time. Like yep. We're trying not to make it about politics. Just, nope. you know, what what would happen? Given the obligations and the charges we've all taken. Mm-hmm. What, what How would, would Freemasons do? react? How would lodges suffer? How would, or, or, or benefit? Mm-hmm. I hope there's no benefit to it. But, no. you know, basically we're going to break it down and uh, we're going to use our brains, our education this time. <laughs> God help and, us. And uh, we're going to use our own thoughts. But first, while Ken is reading the... Uh, the Instagram? Instagram, Instagram. Um, thanks to everybody who subscribed to us. Our you know was a, likes us on Facebook and everything. We're not mm. going to go through all the likes on Facebook because it's just gotten quite redundant. I don't even know where we started and where we left off. But if there you're on there, them, yeah. thank you. Yeah. Um, while Ken's doing that, I'm going to try to figure out what the hell's wrong. I'm going to switch chairs with with, with Joe okay. because I think these sons of bitches left the screws loose on my chair because. Just, wow, yeah, that's not good. Wobbly I didn't know shit. it was that bad. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. That's kind of so, messed up. I mean, pranks are pranks, but like yeah. when you're putting your brother in danger, like, don't do that, guys. Yeah, I mean, look at this thing. Yeah, okay, while George is... There's nothing to it. Well, 
while George is taking care of the OSHA stuff over there. Um, over here on Instagram, we've got MJ Concrete. Mario. Yeah, look at this. Look at this. His is messed How up, too. solid it is. Mine's pretty good. It doesn't move. Mm, They're Daniel, trying to kill me. Daniel Gaffney. Brady Marshall. Jubilee. Harvey Gutierrez. Another person who had to use Cyrillic alphabet in their names. We're going to go with Nikos. Uh, Alex Nelson. Brian Benick. Move. And Ryan D. It doesn't move. Yep, and George is back in action. Maybe it's because you were too aggressive on your chair, and Joe's just ginger to his chair. Trying to kill me. I'll shoot you. Okay. Sit on it, Ken. I'm not going to sit on it. Sit on a chair. All right. Well, that's all we have over on Instagram. Thank you, brothers and friends. And while George is doing whatever he's doing, I'm going to test this chair out real quick. Go ahead. You test that chair out because because, uh, you sons of bitches tried killing me. I'm on to you. I'm on to you. It's cool. All right. So, uh. It's not good. Yeah, right? Not good. All right. You're not just being a wuss. You were right. Yeah. Something wrong yeah. with that like, chair. Super loose. Like, right. I will end up on the floor with the, uh, the, the sharp end of the bar stool, uh, bottom shoved <laughs> clean. Yeah. Up you my... know what? That's exactly how that thing would fail. Yes. Too. It would no, fail that catastrophically. Would catastrophically. And yeah. I'll end up with the, the, the yep. damn swivel thing in my caboose. Yeah. Well, we still have the hex key for it around here somewhere. So we'll go through our crap and try to tighten it up before we leave. I'm trying to kill me. Sure somebody gets killed. All right. So let's toast, uh, first Instagram. Yeah, let's do that. Lead it. All right. Brethren, right hand to arms. Two arms. Ready. Ready. Aim. Aim. Fire good fire. Fire all. I'm trying to kill me. Together, brother. Vivat, vivat, vivat. I mean, who, if I was to get hurt and that chair broke, who do I send the claim to? Yourself, I guess. Well, you're not the secretary. Who's going to pay the workman's comp claim in this? I've... I don't know, man. That's for, like, juries and lawyers to figure out. <laughs> that crap is above my pay grade. Let him again. I just try not to get injured. That's my goal in life. Don't worry about who to sue. Freemasons don't do that. We don't. I'm not trying to get sued. I'm just trying to get paid people. here. Um, so, and. Uh, we'll take up a collection. We'll pass the hat around. Yeah, I know, right? Maybe fine. that was the whole plan. Maybe it's the whole plan. They were going to retire my jersey oh, yeah. right up there. They were going to get rid of me. Talk about Masonic conspiracy. Start playing in the arms of the angels. <laughs> That's what you're up to. Yeah, well, the I picture of George, like one of those 1980s pictures yeah. where it's like the dark background. All black and white. Like, like staring up into the sky. <laughs> with, that, with, with the opaque American flag in the background. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm on to you. Bastards. Yep. Two Apple reviews. Thank oh. you, thank you, thank you. We love Apple reviews. They oh, help yeah. us. They give us ratings. We're up to 141. We blew I know, it's crazy, up. Right? I yeah. love it. Thank you, guys. Thank you for everybody who's uh, rated and reviewed us on Apple. But here we go. Frankie da Barber. Love it. Yeah, that's cool. Frankie da Barber. Uh, the Widow's Son by Apathy. Five-star review. If you're going to break down the, a record from Apathy, you need to listen to The Widow's Son. Mm-hmm. We, we did it. We did. Did we listen to the whole thing, though? I think we got like most of the way through it. We're like, ah, oh, we'll we do it did. next time. No, 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 no. <laughs> we did all three. We did uh, Widow's Son. We did um, well, The Grand Leveler. And we did uh, the, um, what the hell is the third one? Uh, Legend of the Third Degree. Yeah, we did the songs. We didn't go through the We didn't the go through the album entire today, album. But, but uh, we certainly could have. We picked out the three. Hey, if you want to listen to them, it's on Apple iTunes. Yep. Shout out to Apathy. Yeah, and also support him. You know, buy his album. Absolutely. But that's a five-star review. Thank you very much. It's awesome. Thanks, brother. Second one, Heath Biker. Great. Okay. Five-star review. 
Great information. That's it? That's it. <laughs> no, hey. but, uh, uh, that's cool, though. It's uh, not what I think of when I think of our podcast. But, I'm not, hey, if that's what you think, then I'm we'll not, take it. We appreciate it. I'm not one for words either. I mean, yeah, you'd no, think yeah. differently because I'm on a podcast. But like I'm saying, if I, if something, if an incident happens at work, you say as little as I possibly can. Right. So, it's bad. It broke. <laughs> what do you mean it broke? It fucking broke. I don't know what to tell you. It broke. Right? What do you think of the podcast? It's good. It's good. All right. Cool. Thank you. We Thank you it. for uh, to Heath Biker and Frankie the Barber. Let's toast them, mm. brother. Right hand, arms, two arms. Ready, ready. Aim, aim. Fire, good fire, fire all. Together, brother. Viva, viva, viva. Last thing, I uh, just want to mention our Discord and Patreon. Mm. For five dollars a month, you can uh, join us on Patreon and Discord. It, that $5 a month will go to a new chair that these sons of bitches tried killing me on. Mm-hmm. Um, good cause. Going to need cause. one of those. It's a good cause. Yeah. Um, but uh, in Discord, you can, uh, and you're going to be doing this momentarily, right? Talking about mm-hmm. our fantasy football review, and yep. then we'll get into the topic. Indeed. I could file a grievance with the Lollipop Guild. <laughs> Very nice, Josh. <laughs> there you go. Very nice, right? Brother Josh. It's a guild. I mean, yeah, they've, they've, it's a good one. They, you know, litigate on your behalf, yes. I guess. All right, so you want to do the uh, the Freemasons podcast fantasy sports update? Yep. All right, here we go. Things are uh, things are heating up. This is week two of the Freemasons podcast uh, S show league, uh, mm-hmm. fantasy football league, and uh, and the S the S is a five letter. It's word. yes, it's a five letter. Oh, it's the four letter word. Four letter word. Four letter word. That's true. Yeah, but we're not going to say it. Yeah. Um, so let's go over to the league rankings now. We'll look at. Uh, I'm getting molly whopped right now. Bad. Um, you weren't doing that bad when I showed up. Oh, I'm doing bad. Um, so let's look at the league matchups. Okay. Um, so right now, number ten ranked, we are Korg. Uh, looks like it's going to take down number nine ranked Rule Britannia, uh, one thirty-eight to one twelve. We'll I see how their that ass goes. Last week. Yeah, that's a personal one for me. Uh, number seven ranked Comrade Kamish is trailing. Uh, number six ranked <laughs> Fat Bastard, 125 to 88. Uh, number three ranked Gang Green is killing it this week, 142 to 104 uh, against fourth ranked The English Finest. Number six ranked Fat Bastard. Oh, wait. How did I do that? Oh, oh the standings just changed before my eyes. Yes, they did. All right, number one ranked Cowens is trailing number five ranked Soul Steelers, 134 to 102. <laughs> Here we go. Number two ranked Host with the Most is trailing the Grand Poobas this week, 116 to 103. Yeah. And number 11 ranked Dead Rabbits is actually, okay, so Dead Rabbits is ranked number 11. Delivering Losses is ranked number 12. They're having a great week. All right, Dead Rabbits is in the lead right now, 157 to 127. Those are pretty big numbers uh, for two teams that are at the very end of the standings. I'm sure that'll change before the week is over. And that is your Freemasons podcast fantasy sports update. So I uh, just want to just w- real quick on this. Uh, I, I think Joe's talked about there's various different channels in Discord that we have. And I just want to be clear about this, um, that we have most of our channels are, are, are open. Meaning mm-hmm. once you sign up for Patreon, Discord, um, you get a bunch of different channels. Like, for instance, uh, we have a channel that's Table Lodge Drinks. And it's mm-hmm. just 
drinks that cocktail that recipes, cocktail recipes yeah. and stuff like that. We have the Stewards Cookbook. Stewards Cookbook is just different recipes that people come yeah, up with, and yeah. some of the pictures freaking Dude, kill me. The barbecue oh, recipes that these guys like in the Midwest and stuff oh, posted. I've used a few of them, and they it they no, know their crap. It ain't no East Coast food. Yeah, I'll tell no, you that right now. Not at all. Uh, the Mason Jar is obviously the main one, but uh, inside mm-hmm. we also have Masonic Info, which is no horseplay. That is right. all straight Masonic info. It's good. And this Q&A isn't just, and, yeah. and I want to be clear, this isn't just for Masons. Mm-hmm. This is for anybody who's even not a Mason, who's looking to become a Mason, or even just somebody who just listens to the podcast and wants to support us and says, hey, you know, I'm curious about this. I'm curious about that. Yep. I've always been curious. That's what the Masonic info channel is for. Yep. Um, and I just want to be clear, when you come in, they will haze you. There is On the a, Mason Jar channel, yes. In the Mason Jar channel, there is a rite of passage. Uh, don't join the Discord and then not say anything, but also don't come in and... Uh, think you know it all. Think, you, mm. think you're going to... Because they will. They are ruthless. Mm. But it's all brotherly love. It's all in good fun. Yep. Uh, but also, uh, there are lock channels as well. So there's a Scottish rite. There's a York rite. There's uh, the Shriners channel and the Gangrene channel. Mm-hmm. Um and, and you've got the various degree channels got, too. Entered Apprentice, FC, and do we still have those? No, no, we no, no, no. Okay. I did away with those. Never mind. Um, I switched them over to just everybody has a different color tag. That's how you know who's right, what degree they're in. And uh, nothing. So can, none of these are tiled channels anyway. So no. we're not talking mm-hmm. secrets, even if you're in a locked channel. So correct. Yeah. There's a Shriners channel. So there's a whole bunch of channels in there that if mm-hmm. you just want to go in there and meet with other Shriners or meet with other Scottish Rite Masons, it's all right there for you, your fingertips. And then every once in a while, we get on free chat. Yeah. Yeah, which is basically a, a video and, and audio and we video audio chat. Yeah, anybody if you want to talk to the boys? Yep. We're there. Yep. So pick our brains. Yep. And at some point, you'll get a freaking gold tone Freemasons podcast pin, except for Nippy, who lives out in I don't even know the Easter Island or wherever the hell he is. That <laughs> we've sent like Island. six of them to him, and they never freaking come. He's in Australia, but God knows where in Australia exactly. because apparently the Australian Post doesn't deliver there. Right. We do the best we can. All right. Let's start it up. Yeah. You ready, Kenny? I am. All right. So uh, we're going to take this from, this is, again, alternate universe. So mm-hmm. we're going to take this from uh, from the top. Uh, where exactly would you say a civil war would start? Is it civil disobedience? Or are we talking about actually bullets flying? I guess we're going to have to set the stage so that we mm, have some context that's what I'm up around to. our discussion here. So, yeah, um, I would say... Civil disobedience, I think, is one thing, but I'm going to mm. go with the lawlessness. It's every man for themselves. It's, it's you know, whatever. Call it the the freaking Zulu variant of the COVID happened. People are tired of lockdowns. Molotovs start getting thrown. Cops are overwhelmed. And this is phew, nationwide. Okay. So can we make an assumption that we have the U.S. government which is the government that's currently in play right now, and that yep. there would be some sort of splinter government faction that would say, okay, well, we're, you know, we're, follow us because we know it's better than... I would say... The US government. Would setting- there be two governments, like the American Civil War, the original American Civil War, or would it be more just... I'm... Chaos? So... <clears throat> See, and this the, is important. And I want to be clear. I want to make some distinctions between a second Civil War... In the first civil war, mm-hmm. first civil war was states actually seceding from the union. Right. This is the South. This is our line. This is our nation here, they and they were all kind government. of. They had their own government. They were there. Yep. There was no, I guess, for the better lack of there was no intermingling. 
right? No. It started with rebellion, open rebellion, and then became, okay, right. we have a, so, and, and a confederation of states, a government, basically. The reason why I'm bringing this up is because a second civil war in the United States, which I don't believe will ever happen. No. I want to be clear about yeah, this. We have no aspirations. This is all alternate universe. You know, this is, remember that show from like the 90s sliders? Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, like sliders. It's, it's just like sliders. Yeah. Um, I, so, so what I would say is, so we're in sliders, right? We, we've, okay. we've, we've used the TV remote or whatever the hell he had and slid to the other yeah, alternate universe. What That's was, what this yeah, is all about. Okay. <clears throat> all right. So I don't think a second civil war would look like a traditional civil war. To me, it would more look like an American revolutionary war where you had Tories intermixed with Patriots. Literally, mm. and you didn't know who was you who. didn't know who was who. Yeah. That's what I think would happen, okay. um, and that's what I'm going with. I also think it would be uh, a lot of you'd have the 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 government of the United States of America definitely going to martial law, try locking everybody down, mm. and you're going to have states who are not going to be okay with that, and you will have states that will secede, but realistically, they're going to be standalone states, oh, okay. not forming a confederacy, but pretty much on their own. Okay. Um, we can go with that as our. That's uh, where I. Th- it would be a. It would be for lack of a better. It would be a shit show. It, it would, would not be, be good. Really no. bad. Yeah. Um. You'd see many of the midwestern states, and these. This is my opinion. You'd see many of the midwestern states be like, oh, okay. You know, lock us down. We'll up your ass. Yeah. No more. We're not food sending for food for you <laughs> because that's exactly what the big cities need is yep. food because yep. they can't grow their own. Yes. They would just stop selling the food. Yep. You know, vice versa, you're also going to be like, okay, you're going to see the big cities and all the big corporations be like, okay, guess what? You didn't get no money for those goddamn farms either. Yeah. And it would kind all of devolve from there. Yeah. You'd get a lot of, uh, it'd be it'd be ugly. It'd be bad. Yeah. But let's just say all this is going to hell. Okay. Okay. Um, Freemasonry. Yes. We still would want to survive. We'd still want to do our thing. We'd still want to be charitable. We'd still want to protect brothers and, mm-hmm. and, and their families. And So, Ken, let me ask you, where do you think in these early stages of this horseshit show of a, of a, of a hypothetical, si- hypothetical rebellion, here. civil yeah. war, what happens with masonry? Okay, well... I guess, see, the reason that I was asking whether the uh, rebels, if you will, the the group that decided to secede away from the control of the U.S. government had some kind of central government that they're following is because during your entered apprentice degree, and I won't go into the particulars, but you're given a charge at the end of your entered apprentice degree. And part of that charge says that you will cheerfully conform to the laws of the nation in which you reside or the government of the nation in which you reside, something to that effect. Okay, so if you have, and I think, I remember at one point where we were going to go back and see like where the origin of that particular line of the charge came from Correct. in history because, you know, if, if, you're, if you believe that the nation whose laws you're under the jurisdiction of is different than the U.S. government, let's say the Confederacy or whatever this hypothetical rebellion government is, then you are conforming to the laws of the right. nation in which you reside. So you're not violating any kind of charge if that's your thinking. Right. Right. So that was my first concern was if this kind of thing happened and you're a Freemason, if you engage in it, right? Right. Then 
you're you know you could be in danger of, of violating your obligations or something but i don't Correct. see that as a thing and you know what even during the american revolution they were probably like you know what england is not our government <laughs> this new united states of american america is our government so even if they had that line in their charge they could reconcile it that way mm. so um i mean would would freemasonry here i don't think it would just dry up Right, because mm. there's precedent for this. We have the American Revolution, we have the Civil War, the American Civil War, and Freemasonry was alive and well, right. especially in military lodges, and you know, in some cases, you had brothers from different sides of you know the Civil War meeting and lodge together. Right. I don't, th- I don't think there would be. It wouldn't throw Freemasonry into conflict and disarray. Not any more than you know we're already seeing today. So. I'm going to take the opposite to that. Okay. Um, And here's why. (sighs) Couple, couple years ago, was it a year ago, two years ago, year ago, two years ago, whatever. A Grand Lodge, particular Grand Lodge, came out with a statement about Black Lives Matter. Okay. I'm not getting into the specifics. You believe whatever you want. I, I don't care. But they came out with a statement. And if you remember, the way it was worded sparked a, let's just say, there was some there was a sect of debate, people yeah. who have a particular profession were extremely pissed off about it. Right. So what I think would happen, and this is just my own personal belief, Grand Lodges, if, if, if this is happening right now. Mm-hmm. I believe that Grand Lodges would send out an edict and or a statement saying that Masons are to remain neutral and out of this. They are to be respectful to the government. They're like kind of what you were just saying. Okay. All right. So here's where the conundrum happens. Okay. It's a volunteer organization. <laughs> Being a... No, no. Okay. All right. Enter the apprentice says you are to be peaceable to your country. Mm-hmm. Okay. The problem is when you have there's there are people who have a a very clear distinction between loving their country and loving their government. Right. So what you're going to have is, yeah, I'm protecting my country, but up my government's caboose, if you will. Right. And the definition of both kind of shift during right. times of so rebellion. You're so you're going to have masons yeah. who are. Yes, absolutely. I'm going to respect my... my I'm, I'm going to be peaceable to this and that and everything. And then you're going to have the Masons who are going to say, no, nah, F that. Like, I, I love my country. I'm going to defend my country. And these tyrants are the government, but I love my country. So in their heads, they're going to spin it around and say... Well, not spin it around. I'm going to say spin it around, but their perspective, if you will, right. is yeah. I am doing... I am... Uh, protecting my country. Yep. Now, here's another problem. That there is a particular part of our ritual that says that your obligations will conflict nothing that will do with your country, your neighbor. Well, your duties to those things. God or yourself. So this is where me and Joe disagree because he's like, well, you're violating my science degree. But the shirt that I'm wearing is the oath that I took when I became a Marine. Okay. So, in a sense, if right. yeah, I see what you're saying. Yep, masonry shouldn't conflict with my duty to God, country, neighbor, or self, right? So it shouldn't. It this obligation right here that's on my shirt right. 
is contra is saying like uh, you get what I'm saying right. though like I'm um, I'm in conflict S- right so these these obligations that we took they were written by groups right mm-hmm. and the interpretation of whether or not you're in violation of those particular oaths is up to the interpretation of people right all right so that's where the that's so this where is where your problem is going to have yeah. so you're going to have one of two things uh, though I don't believe that it will actually happen in an open lodge uh, during a tiled lodge, I don't say open lodge, uh, tiled lodge, right? Right, yeah. Same thing, right? It's, same open, thing. it's same. an open lodge when it's tiled, yeah. But you're going to have masons who, after lodge, are going to talk about this edict mm-hmm. or statement that the Grand Lodge came out, and what you're going to have is you're going to have fights after lodge. You're going to have masons fall away from lodge because they're like, nah, I'm good. I don't need to go back there because I know what I stand for. So I believe it will affect masonry in a very negative way where brothers cannot, at least initially, mm-hmm. um, well, in, in see an, eye to eye, if you yeah. will, in regards to this. You're going to have masons that are going to definitely take up arms. I mean, you can't sit right. here and say, no masons going to take up arms. Wrong. Yeah. Wrong. You're going to have masons in the rebellion. Absolutely. Well, Sons yeah, of Liberty the, is a perfect example right. of it. And the bottom line is, look, we are a volunteer organization. So if right. somebody decides, or if the, sorry, the interpreting body decides, like, yep, you're in violation of your obligation if you decide to join this particular uprising mm-hmm. and people go do it, Maybe you're not a Mason anymore, but hey, you have the tough, you know, a tough decision to make, and you chose to now see resolve the conflict by not being a Mason. Anymore. Let me so there's also, always that option. Too. Let me also elaborate to this. Now we're sitting there saying that, you know, well, you know, uh, you're not a Mason anymore. No, you don't have a card anymore. You're well, still a Mason yeah. because on a battlefield, right? You know, you, if you meet a brother and he gives a certain particular sign, right, right. So the grand jurisdiction that, may have a problem. But you, yeah, you don't have it. You're you don't, you may you know, they may revoke your dues card. Right. But on the let's say you're having a and somebody decides to yell a particular grand hailing sign of distress, and, and there's another brother. mason there. Yeah. Even though he doesn't have a card, he's probably going to go run to the relief of that brother, right. even if he's on the other side of the freaking fence. Yep. So that particularly, I think is I I don't care. I've said it before. I, I think I've said it in a way. I don't care about my card. I know what I am in my heart. That's where you're first prepared to be Mason in your heart. So I don't give a damn about your little card that's in my wallet. Like, I'm still a Mason. You're never going to take that away from me. Mm. You know, I know what I stand for and everything. You know, Masons are going to fight. They're going to disagree. But in the end, we all look at each other as family. Yep. Yeah. And that's something that outsiders will never understand. Right. That I may be super pissed off at you about something, but in the end, if you ask me for help, I'm going to be there. Yeah, and because, that's something because it's still family. Sometimes, still family. Sometimes you hate your family members too. If they're in distress, you go, you run to their aid. That's what absolutely. We do. So yeah. yeah. And let me let me just say, there are some masons that I don't particularly get along with. Well, but I mean, we're human. Right? If he, of course, we are. Yeah. We we may disagree on many things, but if there ever came a time where that particular said brother came up and said, "Hey, man, like I can't feed my family this week." Yeah. You bet your ass I'm going to be there. Yep. End of story. It's not even a discussion. It's yep. it's done. Um well, so also what I also think in this in this in this whole conundrum if you will, <laughs> quagmire, mm-hmm. you're going to see lodges in specifically specifically grand lodges are going to you talk NPDs are bad now. Whew. 
<laughs> yeah. You're going to have a lot of NPDs. Well, and, uh, you're going to have a lot of people not paying their dues for multiple reasons. One, shit has hit the fan. Right. And money is going to become extremely hard if it even has any wealth, any if it even has any meaning at this point. It could be. I mean, a lot of people could lose jobs because right. that section of the economy could dry up if there's open conflict going on or something. So, yeah, I mean, right. people are going to be in dire financial straits. One of those things that you mentioned about... You know, brothers after Lodge getting into arguments and stuff if they're on one side of the fence versus the other. Which should never happen. Yeah, I was just going to say, in an ideal world, that should not happen. So, like, the optimist Mason in me says, no, you're wrong. I mean, that's not going to happen. We we would have open discourse, Mm -hmm. polite discourse, which we as gentlemen are supposed to be able to do. I mean, that's that's one of the the beauties of Freemasonry. But you're probably right. You're a more prag- pragmatic person than I am, and there's well, going to be I mean, there's going to be dissension. I'm just throwing this out there, though. If it's done in a group setting, I would hope that another Mason would be like, "You go that way. You go that way. Let's chill out. Like, right. let's just call it. Let's just let's end the conversation." Yeah, and that's happened before. It's happened in this lodge before when we've had discussion. Let's just let's just drop it. Yeah, just drop it. happens everywhere. Yeah. And then you come back, um, you know, uh, two weeks later when we have our next meeting, and it's like. And people don't care anymore. Yeah, they've they've cooled down. You've cooled down. Yeah, seventy-two hour rule. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens everywhere. Um, it's not unique to to this lodge or any other lodge. Uh, Joseph Schultz Bank Council will be frozen by the government. Anybody against anybody who rebelled. Ah, uh, true. So, but so martial law. Like, how does that work financially? Is when they declare martial law. Martial law. They have I, control over the banks. I don't believe so. Martial okay. law is more along the lines of military coming in, setting a curfew. Everybody's got to be in their houses by nine o'clock. So it's control, but it's not it's control. financial control. It may, be, like, it may be checkpoints in and right. out of towns, checkpoints on highways. Show me your papers. Show me your papers. Right. The, the papers. I was, <laughs> I was trying to do it in a Russian accent, but I don't have a oh, Russian accent. I don't, I don't have a Russian accent. I have accent. like no accent. I went all, full German on that one. I apologize. Yeah, I know. Um, that's, <laughs> that's dark, man. That's real dark. Um. What was I say though? The other side of that, the whole financial thing, um, yeah. Even if what Joseph uh, Worship Brother Joseph Schultz is saying, even if they don't close the bank accounts or freeze your accounts, they first off they got to find that. They, well, they have to first determine you're a rebel. And realistically, if if shit hit the fan, it's going to be very very tough for the government to find out exactly who in a large setting group who is the bad guys and who are the culprits under those emergency powers they may not have to have that level of discrimination they right. might just they probably like, won't hey, you smell like a terrorist <laughs> right you'd <laughs> be a domestic terrorist basically but that's on the flip side about. of it we were talking about in, in grand lodges losing money and people not paying their dues and everything they would there'd be two reasons why they wouldn't pay their dues one is because they can't they just right i need the money to feed my insecurity. family yeah two is because they're like my fungu. <laughs> I pay my dues because the Grand Lodge came out with this freaking edict. So right, yeah, you probably get a lot it of up M- their ass. You, you get know? a lot of MPDs. You're gonna that. get a lot of MPDs from that too. Yeah. Um, my and again, I was bringing up to a little just a minute ago. I said that I have a 72 hour rule. I hold my tongue. I try to hold my tongue for 72 hours. Try to. I'm talking about not when I go blast on this thing and freaking go on my rants and raves and stuff. I'm talking about when I actually have a altercation with somebody with a beef with a brother or or anybody. I generally hold. I try to try again. We're all Masons. Right. Yeah, I know. Try to hold my tongue for 72 hours because if I add if I throw gasoline on the fire, I've made it worse. 
yeah. I could potentially make it worse. Yeah, and I may be a thousand percent in the right. You kind of have a temper be, too, so that doesn't do. help, you know. Like, I, I, if I'm a thousand percent in the right, and I continue to add insult to injury, mm-hmm. it's only going to make it worse because right. now the other person who may have been like, "Yeah, George is right. I think I'm going to talk to him." Now at the end, he's going to be like, "No, it's hostility." Yeah, yeah, yep. it's hostility. Yep. Um, flip side of it, though, <clears throat> if I'm wrong, there's so many times I sat back like, "Damn." <laughs> I'm going to have to eat crow and it tastes like shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? We've, like, <laughs> we've talked about many of those situations here on the show. Um, uh, Joe Schultz is like asking some really good questions here. Yeah. He said if they is... can track your vaccination status, now they can track your political motives. Yeah. But you know what, though? When you go mm, on the freaking... Machine learning. When you go on the, the, the fake book or whatever the hell, mm. they, they already know it. Oh, yeah. They know exactly they are. who you are. They're like, oh, enter your political beliefs. It's like, yeah, we already know. Like, yeah. It's just, you know, we, we don't uh, even... You can put whatever you want what there. We don't care. Like, um, but uh, b- besides all that, you know... I think the 72-hour rule is a good one because you get a lot of calming down. Um, does it work all the time? No. There's still people who are still hot hot and ready to go after 72 hours. But yeah. so what I feel it would happen is initially you're going to have a fall, like a real, real fast fall of lodges, which is going to hurt things like our Masonic hair. They're not getting funded. Yeah. You're going to have, you know, Shriners hospitals. There's going to be a lot. It's going to be bad. We're also making an assumption here that Grand Lodges would take a stand, you know, on an, on an issue like this. Correct. I mean, I don't. I mean, in, in a weird way, I don't know how they couldn't. I mean, there's, there's, they're under no obligation to say one thing or another. No, they they're not. Just remain silent. I mean, I don't know what happened during the American Revolution or during the Civil War, but I don't. I mean, I'd love to, to go back. You know what? We could go back into the archives and we could look if anything was released on it, but I don't think anything was. You know, it's funny because I have went through the minutes of Morningstar Lodge and I went back to... Uh, when did I go? I did 1912 and I looked into the... Uh, excuse me, not 1912. Uh, 1812. Okay. And I looked into around 18... 40s, 50s. Yeah, so you're in Civil War era, era there. Correct. Kind of. um, and there you didn't see anything, right? There was no... Nothing. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember seeing nothing. anything like that um, in any of our archives or any of the... Uh, whenever the historian came up in the past and like did a, you know, let's look back at this year. Mm. I, I don't remember hearing anything like that. And I would think if something like that was released, mm. then it would be... Like, we would know about it. Right. Between you looking at your lodge, right. we're both under the jurisdiction of the Grand Lodge of right. Connecticut. We would know. So it'd be something, right? So I don't know. Maybe so, times have changed, and they have to take a stand. Now, see, I don't know. Maybe, and I'm not being cute by saying this, but maybe there was a "Don't ask, don't tell" policy, or maybe you know, and, politics and, or what's going on in the world is just not Freemasonry's place to comment on back then. I don't know. Maybe. And that's why I think that, and this is my opinion, if something like this was to ever to happen, and I think in all type of events going on the grand lodges should stfu Mm. reason being is because you have many masons who are of one belief and you have masons that are another belief and you have different masons but it doesn't have anything to do with masonry in itself right you can still be a good mason and hold a different opinion than another mason yep which is why i think grand lodges again need to stfu in this situation and out of their situations, because 
there should have a don't ask, don't tell policy. They well, really should. I don't know if I would label it that. But yeah. I am yet labeling it that because realistically. <laughs> it's none of your business. It's none of your business. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I tend to agree. I tend to agree. I mean, we're all adults. So, we again, can make our own decisions. We don't need some governing body telling us what to believe. And yeah, I mean, I, I, I do agree with you. Um, I, I mean, think about it this way, right? Think about, let's go back to, to the Civil War, right? Many lodges were still open, right? Mm-hmm. Do you really want to disrupt lodges by taking a political stance against a civil war? Right. And what Where better, brothers have different opinions? More importantly, what benefit would it serve the Grand Lodge to it do really that? It really would Take a stand. Yeah, I can't see Stay an Stay out of it. Yeah. You know, and I mean, Ken comes in the lodge and Morningstar Lodge, and, you know, let's just... <laughs> I mean, I'm being funny here, but let's say this whole Civil War thing happened, or this Second American Civil War thing happened. I mean, you come into lodging camos and everything. Uh-oh, you got camo pants no, on. I How about that? Camo you know? shorts and my NASA shirt. Maybe your knees are a little dirty. Yeah, I would be the first one to fall. Maybe <laughs> no, no, like, God damn but I'm Tory. saying, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it, I don't think that I would be like, hey, Ken, uh, how was your afternoon? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's kind of like. I know what's going on in the outside world. I'm not going to question yeah. what Mr. Ken was up to. Like, up. Gardening. <laughs> Aggressive gardening. <laughs> Mind your own goddamn business. But that's what I'm saying. Like maybe, maybe Grand Lodge is back in the in the original Civil War. I mean, see, the original Civil the, the American Civil War was very difficult because we were in Connecticut. There was a there was a definitive line that was drawn. You know, let's go and to the, it was below Connecticut, way below Connecticut. Yeah. But let's compare it to the American Civil War. That's probably our better gauge. If, if you I mean were, the American Revolution, Revolutionary War, okay, yeah, American okay. Revolution, All right. better gauge because you had Tories and Patriots intermixed. I'm sure that happened in lodges too. Yeah. So my so assumption, an insurgency, like it was difficult right. to tell who from who and, and that's why i almost guarantee so you that the i don't know i think the grand lodges i bet you they had a don't ask don't tell policy because what it'll end up happening is it will hurt the lodges mm-hmm. and grand lodges so we'd have to look around for that my lodge was founded just after the american revolution i'm sure you guys were probably in the same area there right uh either 1800 or late late 1700s what do you mean? Morningstar Lodge. 1804. 1804, yeah. So we were 1797, I believe, or something like that. Yeah. So we don't have records that go back far enough to really look and you see. You predated us by six lodges. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, no, I mean, we five could look lodges. at, uh, we would have to talk to some of our brothers that are in some of the older lodges in Connecticut. Hiram One down in New Haven definitely mm. predated Grand Lodge and I believe was prior to the American Revolution. Um, it must have been. Because uh, Benedict Arnold was a member of that lodge, right? Um, but yeah, it would be great. It would be great to see if they have records going back that far, and if we mm. could uh, investigate and see if you know. Well, I mean, there was no Grand Lodge; yeah, they were under the jurisdiction of the Grand Lodge of uh, Higher Boston Mullen. or Scotland no. or something, right? No, no, England, England, mm. right? So, mm. yeah, I mean, they would probably have an opinion on that. <laughs> They'd be so, like, uh, none of you colonists are uh, <laughs> to go out into the streets. But realistically, I bet you. I bet you, I'm willing to bet that the Brits, Lodge had something to say. Brits were coming. Yeah. They were Brits were coming to that to King Hiram One. Who were yeah. stationed here in in Connecticut yeah, at the time. Troops, in yeah. sitting with Patriots, and mm. I bet you they never spoke a word because that's not what Masonry is about. They that's never true. spoke about it. We were our brothers, 
And that's that. What happens when we leave Lodge? Different story. Yep. And you know what? It would be really difficult. That's how I think it went. Yeah. And you're probably right. It would just be so difficult to glean that from Lodge Records, right? Because it, Which it's is why so if you go to our Lodge Records, yeah. nothing's written. Exactly. Ah, nothing Ken was is there. said about it, right? Ken but, was there. Yeah. George was there. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have to look at these guys and you'd have to like look back into their history and see what their, you know, what their persuasion was right. back you know at that particular time that they were meeting but you're probably absolutely right and i think that's how if this alternate universe was ever to happen that'd be the best course of action for grand lodges to just be like we're not talking about it we no. don't talk about politics we don't talk about any of this stuff we go as brothers leave it alone yeah and that's the i think me personally it's the only way that grand lodges and masonry would survive is yeah. if they just kept a neutral cap on it we're not talking about it don't bring it up in lodges yep. as a matter of fact if you bring up that you're a rebel or you're a, a whatever you know if you're if you're a tory or a patriot if in you bring lodge, it up yeah. you're out yeah you get tossed out you get your you get expelled end of story that's probably the best course of action that any grand lodge to keep masonry alive would yeah. work let's just say hey what you know you're 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 barring yep. the, the barring of talking politics or religion in open lodge now mm-hmm. extends to the common area after lodge. Right. End mm-hmm. of story. End of story. Yeah. Leave it alone. You bring it up, you're out. End of story. Um, Joseph Schultz. I bet grand lodges would stop recognizing others, making it impossible for all of us to do that. Ah. So that's a tough one. That probably happened during the Civil War, but I think Masons still probably sat and lodged together. Oh yeah, I mean, that happened just... between Southern and Northern Masons in the Civil War. Right. That's, there yeah. was a yeah. There was no recognition again there during that time. There is no hierarchy or piece of paper that's going to sit there and tell me that I'm not a Mason. Again, were you first prepared to be Mason? In my heart. Yep. And I will always conduct myself as such. Minus the tattoo that doesn't come off. But you get my point. Yeah, that's happening now. I mean, <laughs> it could. Oh, but yeah, it could. Yeah. I have um, some ideas. Uh, I know. Sure. Um, no, but realistically, um, y- you know, the, I, I don't care about the piece of paper in my wallet. That, that, that doesn't make right. me a mason. It's right. a piece of paper. Yeah. Um, the, the, yeah, the, the Joseph Schultz, paper. damn you, you're getting ahead of me, but I'm picking up what you're putting right. down here. He said, how would Freemasonry help reconcile afterwards? And yep. I was actually going to get into that. Yep. Um, it is of my opinion that that's exactly how the hostilities would come to an end. It wouldn't be a clear winner because realistically in a civil war, there is no clear winners, especially yeah. in this style of modern civil war. You know, what's civil about <laughs> war anyway? <laughs> Yeah, that's one of my favorite songs of all time. I had to slip that um, in there eventually. Uh, how would it reconcile after? I think that's how it would happen. Yeah, um, I think Freemasonry could take a could take center stage. I think you have, and I'm not exactly sure of who um, is left in our government or in politics that uh, that is a Freemason. But my 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 assumption would be. It doesn't have to be a Freemason, but somebody who thinks like us. It's going to take yeah. people who think like us. Like, listen, this isn't worth it. You know, we need to sit down. We can we can disagree. You know, it, and I think personally, it would happen at a um, very local level. Is where this would start. Right. Um, I would Freemasonry think it would, have to, yeah. would definitely. My hope would be is that Freemasonry would use the swaths of money that it has in stocks and bonds 
Because mm-hmm. realistically, I think what would happen is if this was to happen, the stock market would crash instantly. And you'd see every trustee of every lodge <laughs> at the bank instantly withdrawing money. Yeah. I think they would definitely do the old freaking put it in a uh, tin foil coffee ca- or tin coffee can. And- oh, uh-uh, I pulled my headphones out. Hey, we're still my good, goodness. though. If I look over here, we're, our levels are still good. You just can't hear yourself. I hear myself. I hear myself now. Take your headphones off. So I think that uh, you would definitely have people sticking it in the old uh, tin coffee can and bury it in the backyard a lot more. But I think that Freemasonry I mean, would go on a campaign. I would hope Freemasons would go on a campaign to uh, call for an end to hostilities. Yeah, and I, I, I agree with you on that. I think that would be part of the, the solution to the problem, and I think Freemasons would be involved. The whole tin cup thing, though, or tin coffee can buried. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was being is there smartest. historical? Well, no, I'm just trying to think if, if there's like historical precedent for that. Because the beauty of Freemasonry is it goes back so far, right? So we can look back at history when similar things have happened and be like, oh, hey, did this ever happen? In Freemasonry? And did we ever withdraw all of the money from our investments during the stock market crash in the 30s? Joseph Schultz, during the American Civil War, Northern Grand Lodges sent money to Southern Grand Lodges as a Southern currency was worthless to help kept it alive. So I think you would see a lot of that going on. I also think you would see um, the discussions or the peace type things. Mm-hmm. being um, done in a much different manner than the way our government conducts itself. Yep. Um, yeah. Was Joseph, there a Grand Lodge of the... Yeah, so the answer to that, Joseph uh, Van Hove, yes. Uh, was there a Grand Lodge of the Confederate States of America? And the answer there is no, because nope. the, the states have always had individual Grand Lodges in the United States of America or in the Confederate States of America, as it turned out. Yep. But so the states were really the ones that had the individual Grand Lodges, so now there was never any governing body no. for all of the South during still, Civil War. So. Still not to this day. Every state yeah. lies, every Grand Lodge of every state of uh, the Union, if you will, yep. um, they lie independent. Each Grand a, Lodge runs its own state. Was, that's that. Good old Worshipful Brother George came up with that. Not this right Worshipful Brother George, but <laughs> Worshipful Brother George Washington actually was a big mm-hmm. uh, proponent of states' rights, and that's how he wanted the uh, the Grand Lodges to be set up and so they were. So what ended up happening was uh, he was offered to be, they were going to form a Grand Lodge of the United States of America, and he said, no, every state should be independent. Mm-hmm. Would be would Freemasons be seen as a threat to any kind of movement? Now, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I mean... It, uh, this is a this is a convoluted one because there's so much bullshit on the internet that we're already the NWO. Well, and there's also there's there's precedent there for Freemasons to be signaled out as dissidents mm. in history when there were different things going on. Right. Uh, sometimes they might have been, and sometimes they weren't. They were like unfairly persecuted. So, yeah, um, would they be seen as a threat to any kind of movement? Meaning uh, counter movement against the government? Is that what he's saying? Um, or do you mean a threat uh, to the government of the United States? Uh, I think the government of the United States pretty much knows who the hell we are. We're a charitable organization. That's a not-for-profit. Yeah. They know we ain't doing anything. Um, Unless the nature of the U.S. government changed significantly, I couldn't see them ever, you know. No. I would say more so than anything uh, that the, the Freemasons are benign. 
the Freemason is a different story because every Freemason, they're an individual and uh, they can have, uh, they can have their own opinions. There's no, there's no grand lodge that, and I don't care what conspiracy theorists say. We are all independent thinkers. We all do our own thing as Masons. Ken has different opinions than me. Joe has definitely opinion, different opinions than me. Mm -hmm. And, and I think it's, it would boil more down to the independent Mason, um, and again, perfect example. Yeah. I mean, it was the Sons of Liberty. Yeah, you and had, their, their own interpretation yeah. of their obligations. They were the they were part of St. Andrew's Lodge Number Two in Boston. Yep, the Green Dragon Tavern. But the Sons of Liberty were Masons inside of the lodge who decided to go throw a tea party <laughs> and dress like Apaches. Right. And uh, I, I mean, yeah, I don't know that they were deciding that. It wasn't done lodge, in lodge, but, yeah, but they all were all Masons. Masons. They went we downstairs, they got loaded. Yeah. Let's go throw some freaking tea. Hey! Yeah. They got loaded at the bar, and then yeah. next thing you know. Uh, this is U.S. history according to George. Uh, I, I mean, yeah, I'm not putting as eloquently <laughs> as other people, but I mean, realistically, that's kind of what happened. Yep. Um, yeah. Again, <clears throat> I put things in we, we. On this podcast, put things in real perspective rather than the majestic readings of, you know, other people, right? I think we put it more in a realistic light than well, yeah, I mean, just giving you the facts and details. We're we normal in, folks. We're not right. scholars, so it's pretty much the only way we can do it. Um, dictators up to no good are the first to ban us. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I mean, historically, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, true. Right, because if you can get together and be a free thinker with other, you know, folks of like mind, that's an organization that they don't want kicking around. Yeah, especially ones that close their doors and they can't be in. Uh, not sure why I didn't think of that though. Sorry. Oh no, okay. nothing to be sorry about. We love throwing things around here, and especially when you write comments like that. Was there ever a Grand Lodge of the Confederate States mm -hmm. of America? Those who are interested in Freemasonry, who know nothing about it, and are curious about it, are probably asked that same question. Mm -hmm. Honestly, just, Joe. You did us a solid, Joe. We just jumped on that one because we knew the answer. The rest of these, we have no freaking idea. No, so. this is all just... Um, so I also think that... Uh, and uh, I think we could probably pretty pretty much cap on this in a little bit but i think one of the other things you're going to start seeing is you would see freemasons being and i've said it before in regards to uh what was the other one we did the apocalypse or whatever um yeah freemasonry in the apocalypse you we would did the see cybermen you would see free ai <clears throat> thing you would see freemasonry being a a the lodges would end up being uh, shelters homes protective areas where yep. you would see Freemasons armed to the goddamn teeth, and I know quite a few of them who are armed to the teeth. Eh, I think some would be and some wouldn't, but even um, when there's natural disasters, you'll see lodges open up in those kinds of areas if there's a right. flood or an earthquake, and they you know, but they, I'm saying they make sure that their community is safe. You, but would, you would see, see the same kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, you would see the same yeah. kind of thing where we'd be helping the local communities, yep. uh, probably uh, doing food, food drive, not yep. food drives, but, you know, we cook food in, in yeah, food clothing. Hey, come into our clothing, common area clothing. and yeah. set up a cot, you know. Yeah, if you got nowhere to go, your house got freaking burned to the yep. ground or shelled or whatever the case may be, or got a drone it. strike or something like that. I mean, if it's the Biden administration, he's definitely dropping it on civilians. Oh! I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. <laughs> We're gonna 
we're gonna we're gonna get that. I let you have the Civil War uh, Guns and Roses thing. We'll that get, was mine. We'll that in post production, guys. <laughs> Sorry. I say things sometimes, oh, Ken, just to watch you squirm. We did so well <laughs> up until now. I mean, we're fifty four minutes into this program. I love oh, watching man. you squirm. <laughs> I sometimes do things just intentionally. No, just I know, just all to right. mess me. Anyway, um, I, anyway, that's what uh, that's how I see Freemasonry really being a benefit during the height of the conflict is uh, being more of a protector, and I don't know if we use the word, but big brother protector of like innocence and stuff like that. I think that's what be. Yeah, I mean that's th- those are the obligations that we took, right? To protect yeah. the innocent mm-hmm. and to you know render aid when we can, be a service to, to your community, and to be charitable. I and mean, there's Muppet George. Yeah, he's over there, the son of a bitch. Muppet George. He oh, I like him. Muppet George better than Puppet George. Way to go, Lynx. Good name. He's got a new name now. It's, All right, it's Muppet George now. <laughs> he needs beadier eyes, though. He needs like the big black beady eyes. What do you mean? Muppets what I got have. black beady eye? What am I freaking possessed? Well, no, that's what Muppets have. They always have those beady eyes. They're not just. They're not like this. They're not like stylized with the whites around them and right. stuff. They're so I had a beady. I had a job interview a couple days ago. No, oh, congratulations. I'm driving in the car and uh, looking at myself in the mirror, making sure I don't look like a smash bag, right? If you will, boiled dog crap, boiled dog shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I'm looking at my shirt. And I'm wearing a, a blue shirt with a yellow tie. <laughs> and the oh, first God. thing I thought of, I was, was thinking, Puppet George. I look like the freaking puppet. <laughs> I swear to God, I'm like, oh my God. Did you have God. your past master's apron on? Or your no, no, no. I was district just, deputy's apron. Black pants, blue shirt. Yellow tie. You look like Papa. And George. I actually said to myself, I'm like, I look like that guy. Yeah, well, you know what? I'm sure whoever was interviewing you Googled your name. The Freemasons podcast uh, came up, and they know exactly what that puppet. And they were like, oh, God. That's right. why I didn't get the job. And it? they watched a couple episodes, the and they're like, yeah, if this but, guy. Yeah, no, this guy's out of his mind. This is why we can never get different jobs. Uh, draw right. them on we're with screwed. the emergency crayons. <laughs> Oh, the he's, he's, oh, yeah, okay, we could do that. Taking out, taking He's talking about like putting the beady eyes on yeah, George. Mm. We could do that. Emergency crayons, he's taking a yeah. jar headshot, too. Yeah. All right, he's, I he's, know you have a pack on. in your back back pocket there. You got some emergency Crayolas kicking around there. I really miss the puppet sketches. Yeah, we've been <laughs> uh, we've been quite busy, but uh, I think we're going to... We, we have some things planned. We have some... Yeah. Uh, we have some ideas that uh, we've got yeah. in the works, and we got better equipment now too, so that we can. Actually we got a whole Halloween thing. I don't know if you know about yet. Um, the whole Halloween. You know, you guys are probably going to tell me to do something. I'm going to show up, and you guys are going to decide between the two of you to oh, do some other costume or some go. other theme or something, just like last year. Three so. years ago, we've been listening to this shit, and you still was going it three on. years? It was ago? Three years ago, you still drumming on about this. Jesus Christ! You don't got hard feelings or anything. Has it been that long? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what is that? Is there a party going on out there? It's like an '80s hair band driving by. Really? Nice. Wow, we're missing all the. Good He's not stuff even playing there. music. He's probably just in his car singing. Yeah, Did you hear him? I love it. It's awesome. Let's That's go, what we ought to do. Let's One go join his party. We should just take the camera and stick it out the window here, and just just we'll just street. We'll just what did you call it before, Hannah? People watch. People we'll just watch. people watch. We'll just yeah. do a whole podcast of people well, watching. Unfortunately, broadcasting that over the internet is probably illegal in some way. So, 
Maybe we could just watch and describe. How is it illegal? To film people and broadcast it over the internet? Well, actually, wait, never mind. I'm wrong. Seriously? (laughs) (laughs) They do it all the time. I couldn't put two and two together. I was thinking about like surveillance. If that was the cop, you would never... If that that was the case, you would never have the the girls in the cars yelling at cops videos. I know, I know, I know. But I was thinking like surveillance cameras. You're a Mexican racist. You remember that video? That was a good one. one. In your house, if you have surveillance cameras, you can't point them at the neighbors. Like they have to Yes, you can. No, there's a law. Oh, yes, you can. I caught my neighbor littering in front of my house and I called the cops. And the cops were like, yeah, you can film your neighbor. Douche. Okay. Douche canoe. So we had right. it coming. Let's end this so that we can talk about this offline. Because no, this is what people tune in for. Oh, really? <laughs> this is what starts civil wars. No. Neighbors who litter in front of others' houses. No, this is what causes you to build a fence between your neighbor's house and yours so that you don't have to Barb build wire. these kinds of things. Concertina wire. wire. I'll help you do Constantina it. Concertina wire and claymore. Concertina, yeah. Yeah, we can. We <laughs> Call me up. We'll set this stuff up. Call it the Freemasons Podcast Nature Cam. Daniel Valdez, that's ingenious. Let's the do it. Freemasons Podcast Nature Cam. We should do it. Right, yeah, we're just filming wait, wait, wait. squirrels. There's a guy outside here right now. We're looking He's, for Nogatai squirrels. Wait. There's a guy out here right now. He's wearing jeans, short sleeve shirt, and a scarf. That's it. Okay. That's it. How hot is it right now? I mean, I don't know. I'm wearing shorts, too. Mid-80s? Yeah. Why the scarf? Fashion. What? Fashion. Fashion. Okay. You know, like, do I have to Fashion. define the term for you? Fashion. You're in downtown Seymour. This is an NYC. Uh, look, this is a pretty posh area. Right across the street, for example, we have... Oh, uh, the hair place that all you hear is... And then fights and everything. And then we watch what? I don't know. A drug deal that happened a couple of days ago? Well, I mean, there were those things, too. But also... Um, this is a very famous. You have no idea. For, you have no idea how bad I was. Like, I just was looking out the window, watching this go down. I'm like, I so badly want to be like, Hey, what are you guys doing? <laughs> what are you guys doing? <laughs> there are a lot of antique stores around here in downtown Seymour. So you know, aside from the drug deals and the drunk people meandering oh, down the road, there's a lot of. You know, here comes a Karen and a Deborah yeah, right yeah, now. Here. What's a Karen and a Deborah? You don't know what a Karen and a Deborah is? Oh, okay. I see. I see. I got these doilies for $37 a piece. We're really going to do this right now? <laughs> We're really going like, to look out the I'm window? I'm blast with this. People watch all the, uh, the antiquers so out there and then like, describe them. so much them. fun. Okay. The scarf does complete the outfit. You know what I like to do from this window? Correct. You know what I like to do from this window over here, though? What? I just like to go, hi, and then I hide around the corner, like right over here, like right against the wall here. And then just watch everybody looking up at the windows, trying to figure out who the hell said hi, and never let them know it was me. I'm a terrorist. I don't know what to no, tell you. That's not even. <laughs> you must have been the kid that like prank called people or prank called the pizza place. Like, were you that guy? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what do you say? This has been the end of humor. it. Yeah, uh, a little bit of a little bit of goofing Sorry around. Sorry, you guys end. had to tolerate all. Oh, of that. will you? St- Stop it. I got to deal with this guy all the time who gives me a broken chair. <laughs> wow, it's a lot worse now. Yes, it is. All right, we'll fix it. Right, Thank you guys for tuning in. Hope you yeah. guys had fun. This has been interesting. Hey, love to hear your comments and uh, thoughts on this. Yeah, absolutely. And if you have an older lodge and you can go back and look at either the civil or the, you know, 
God, the Revolutionary War and see if, um, you know, if anything that we talked about resonates or if there was any kind of edict from your Grand Lodge, please let us know. That would be awesome. Um, we know that Grand Lodge of Connecticut didn't seem to have anything to say on the, the subject. So Even if you think, uh, even if you're part of the, the naysayer crew. Yeah. And you think we're all haters and whatnot. Yeah, if you're if you think you're we're Comment. insane, let us know that too. Yeah. We'll take that feedback. But don't just say we're insane. Tell us your thoughts. Love yeah. to know. Tell us why. Don't care. Like, subscribe, share. Yeah. We please appreciate it. Smash that like button. All right, Kenny. Let's wrap it up. All right. For the Freemasons Podcast. I'm Right Worship Brother George Mudry signing off. And Worship Brother Ken signing off. Almost forgot my goddamn name there. If you're I almost forgot my own name. It's disturbing, man. It's because I'm people watching. It's got cotton. I'm people yeah. watching. All right. All right. We're Deborah and Karen go. All right. All right. And we're Have gonna, a good night, everyone. We're going to go check this I'm out. I'm going to go check out Deborah. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. <laughs>